You're listening to Comedy Central. Hi, hello, what's up? You're listening to Stand Up with Chris Stefano. I am Nicole Boyce. I am Chris's producer here at the podcast. And um, today we got a best of 2019 episode for all of you. These are some clips that really stood out, uh, all released this year. So to start it off, we got a clip from Roy Wood Jr. His, from his special that came out right at the beginning of the year, January 2019, No One Loves You. And then after that, we got a clip from Rosebud Baker and Josh Johnson, both from their uh, stand-up featuring sets. And after that, we're going to close it out with a clip from Jessica Kirsten from her special that just came out on Comedy Central called Talking to Myself. All very funny clips. I think you'll really enjoy them. Thanks for listening, and let's play some stand-up. These protests, though. You want to do something really meaningful, go to a protest that has nothing to do with you personally. That's what we're seeing more of. I did that for the first time. I did that for the first time. I went to a Muslim ban protest, man. Banning the Muslims, I went out there. This is what they don't tell you. When you go to a protest that ain't got shit to do with you, you can just leave whenever you want. I never knew that was an option because I only go to black, pro- I'm from Birmingham. All we do is go to black protests. And when you at a black protest, you there, there's no leaving. You think black church long, go to a black protest. Better pack a snack and a diaper. Ain't no sneaking off. I just left the Muslim man. They waved, see you later, thank you. I tried to tiptoe away from a black protest. I got two steps away from the group. They said, where you going, brother? The struggle is this way. My bad, fam. That's on me. I thought we was gonna make that left. We're making the left, okay, struggles. Okay, let's go this way, okay. You gotta respect anybody that's at somebody else's protest. You see a lot of that with black folks, man. Black women, man. Black women just be supporting folks, bro. It's amazing. Tell you right now, you see a black woman at your march, get them a hug and $20. And cover their Uber ride home. Uber black. Because black people will be perfectly justified and not showing up to anybody else's march. We ain't, we ain't gotta show up to your shit. If you'd have listened to us, you wouldn't even be marching, because it happened to us first. Half the stuff you marching about happened to black people first. We was trying to tell you. You see a black person at a march that doesn't have anything to do with them, that is a gracious, giving soul. Because Black people will be perfectly justified and only tending to issues affecting the black community. We could fill our calendar just walking for black issues from crime to poverty to unemployment to home loans. Like, we ain't got the time, man, to be helping everybody. So when people make the time, that's a blessing. Why do you think black superheroes only save black people? They're busy. They ain't got the time to save the rest of the world. That's a luxury that only white superheroes have. My neighborhood's great. What else is going on out here in the world? Black superheroes got to focus on they block. I watch Luke Cage. Luke Cage is my show. Love Luke Cage. 
Luke Cage, if you don't know nothing about comic books or superheroes, Luke Cage is this TV show about an indestructible black man. The brother's bulletproof, super strength. He'll throw a truck at you like a football. You would think with his resume, he would be somewhere with Iron Man trying to save the universe. This motherfucker never leaves Harlem. He ain't got the time. Whole TV show, eight blocks. That's all it is. Luke Cage ain't got time to be saving everybody. He ain't even got time to go to Hell's Kitchen to help Daredevil. That's how busy Luke Cage is. Can't even take the one line. Luke Cage don't care about the rest of the world. Luke Cage is like, look, until Thanos come by the Apollo Theater, that ain't none of my business. Sweet Christmas. This is how my year started, is like, okay, so I had to put my cat down, which, yeah, it's sad, I know, but she slept 22 hours a day, so it's like two more hours. <laughs> so, who gives a shit? She's doing what she loves, you know? Honestly, least of my problems, truly. Like, normally when you put down an animal, not that I do it every day, but like, Normally, you can sense when their soul like leaves their body, but with a cat, the only way to tell that it's dead is that it's letting you hold it. <laughs> I was like, does she like me? Oh no, she's gone. She's... Um, and <laughs> Dogs are better, right? Like, uh, yeah, like it's not even a debate. And, um, cause they'll love you no matter how big a piece of shit you are. They really will. Like, dogs are the only beings that are grateful enough to look at a pile of vomit and go, there's still food in there. I'm gonna make that work. And I need that. I need someone to do that with my personality, okay? And I know, I know that dogs are better than cats because six months after my cat died, my fucking dog died. Yeah, and uh, I, I would have snapped my cat's neck to save my dog. <laughs> And, and if you're a cat person and you think I'm a monster, just know I would have snapped your cat's neck to save my dog. I don't give a fuck about your feline. All right, losing a dog, that's, that's harder than losing certain relatives. It is, cause like, listen, if my uncle died tomorrow, like, yeah, I'd be sad, but he was kind of racist. <laughs> like my dog never said Orientals. I also, I went through a breakup. I'm fucking killing it. <laughs> Batting a thousand. It's my year. Uh, yeah, I'm good. And uh, yeah, so let's see. My cat died. My dog died. My boyfriend left. And oh, and I started fucking a DJ, which is somehow worse than all three of those things. <laughs> Truly, I am unhinged right now. Like I'm about to make a lot of mistakes. Like forget fucking a guy with a neck tattoo. I'm about to get one. <laughs> it's fun though it's fun to be crazy I'm being such a whore it's fantastic I truly I'm so empty inside if a man came inside me right now he could hear an echo uh, it is wild I do I have to start dating again I like have to uh, and not because I ever want to meet anyone ever uh, I <laughs> truly I just have to feed my vagina um <laughs> That's it, I have to eat. 
I gotta eat. And uh, <laughs> I don't even, it's hard because I don't even know if I'm attracted to men anymore. I, I'm just like, I've been through too much, you know? I was with this one guy and he was like, he's an, he was an abusive alcoholic, all right? And that, that's a tough combo. Um, it is. Because he was always like way too drunk to land a punch. <laughs> I'm like, I'm already enabling you. Like, do I have to fucking lean in? Let's get it together, whiskey fists. It's crazy. <laughs> I saw it coming though, because he had a fedora collection. So. <laughs> you might as well have bodies in the closet at that point. It is, let me tell you, just because the fashion hats are a problem in this state. Uh, if you are dating a man that dresses like Johnny Depp in the 90s, you're gonna catch one, all right? Duck and cover, bitch, it's coming. And when it does, you're gonna feel like you walked into a wind chime. You're like, how many bracelets are you wearing? Holy fuck. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Am I in a domestic dispute or an enchanted forest? I cannot tell. It's wild. Yeah, so I've just like, I've been through too much. Like I, I've just gotten to that point in my life where it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I don't know. I'm not gonna pretend to gag on your dick. Like I haven't been swallowing bigger disappointments since since I was born. <laughs> I'm 33, I've outlived Jesus. I'm not gonna eat your ass. <laughs> Unless it tastes like a book deal, in which case, you know, we can talk, cause that's on my vision board. Uh, you talk about that. This is, but this is like why I wanted to get married to my last boyfriend so bad. Is like, I, I, just, I, I just didn't want to meet a new person. I didn't want to date ever again, you know? Like, I, I was desperate to get married. Oh my God. <laughs> I was just jerking him off like I was banging on a vending machine. Just trying to shake a ring out. It was, it was aggressive. <laughs> I'm probably not married because I was jerking him off. Just be honest, I should have blown him more. That's what my grandma says. <laughs> she's a huge whore, my grandma. I'm just kidding, she's dead. Um, no, I, but truly, I, here's the thing is like, uh, right after my boyfriend and I broke up, he started fucking other people, like right after, which is the wrong way to mourn the loss of me. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, just because I broke up with you doesn't mean you can fuck anybody else ever again. Uh, and I know that's absurd, but I'm right. And it's true, I, and I like knew, like, and everybody was like, how do you know? Like, how do you know that? And I was like, because I fucking, because my pussy twitched in the middle of the night and I knew, that's why. Because I'm a woman, we were all witches once. So let's, we just know, you know? And I wasn't the type of woman that was gonna hide that, you know? Like, I'm not gonna like hold my pain and like carry it nobly. No, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. So I made a phone call, um, phone call, threat, whatever. And <laughs> I call him up, I was like, I know what the fuck you're doing. He was like, well, how do you know? Like, how do you know? How do you I was like, dude, I'm like, you've been coming inside of me for five fucking years. There is so much of your DNA in my body. I will never not know where the fuck you are. I was like, we're twins now. I'm actually, I'm not, I can't judge anybody though, because I am truly embarrassed about how much I'm still finding out about the world. You know, like at a certain point, you'd like to 
feel like an adult and I know things, I have a base of knowledge and I move from there, but that's not the case. I'm learning things every day. I, this next thing, look, I didn't know, okay? I did not know. Please don't get mad at me, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea that there were people in this world, the volume and frequency of men in this world taking a picture of their penis and just sending it to women. I had no idea how, it's happening every hour of every day all over the world. They didn't ask for the picture. They don't want the picture and they can't unsee the picture, you know? But I found this out because it hit close to home. Because you ladies do a thing as well. Where you'll go out, maybe it's by yourself or maybe it's with your friends. You'll go out and you'll meet a guy and you don't really like him. You know what I mean? Like, maybe there's no connection, there's no chemistry. You guys just aren't clicking. I don't know what it is, but you don't really like him. So at the end of the night, he asks you for your number. And you give him your number. But you give him one number off. <laughs> you give him one number wrong, okay? Maybe it's the first number, maybe it's the last number. It's just not your number. I know that. Because I've been that number. <laughs> For a period of six months, <laughs> there was some random woman out in the world giving strange men my number. And for a period of six months, I was receiving penises in my phone. It was terrible. I'd wake up in the morning, thank the Lord for a new day. And then I'd do what we all do. I'd roll over and I'd check my phone. See what's going on in the world. See who's thinking about me. <laughs> and there would be penises in my face. <laughs> One of the most distressing things about this is that it wasn't even like, hey, what's up, it's Mark from last night, penis. It was just straight to the penis. Like, not even seeing it, who I am, you know? Not even seeing who, how my day is going. <laughs> I lived in fear of my own phone. My phone would buzz and I would pray there weren't two penises in my pants. It was so many that honestly, I had to figure out what the plural for penises was. And I decided on penises. But I, I, I think I've got to stop. I think I got to stop. And, uh, this is actually a tip for you ladies if you want to use it. Uh, if you want men to stop sending you unsolicited pictures of their penis, all you need to do is what I did, which is send a picture of a penis back. They will not know what to do. They'll be terrified. No one is less prepared to receive a picture of a penis than a man that just sent a picture of a penis to what he thought was a woman. They'll be terrified. There's actually one where if you look at the text chain, it's just a picture of a penis, a picture of my penis, and then him going, Stephanie? <laughs> you know, guys do this thing in cars, which is so disgusting. They actually think they'll get a woman to pull over and go on a date with them. I know some of you are smiling because you know what I'm talking about. And they actually think this will turn us on. It's amazing to me. Ah, ah, ah. 
what the fuck is that? What do these guys think we're gonna do? Be like, wow, he's hot. I'm gonna pull over. I finally found my soulmate on the road. Can you imagine if we did that to you guys? You would pull over in a second. You would crash into a fucking wall. Can you imagine if a woman was like, eh, eh, hi. <laughs> if you didn't just laugh at that, there's something wrong with you. Like that, that joke works out. You know who loved that joke? My grandmother. She's like, that in your ass joke is one of the funniest things I ever saw. You should do that on Nickelodeon. I'm so hungry. You know, I actually, I really am. I'm fucking starving right now. I'm being very honest with you. I could have grabbed almond something, something from the food that was sitting there, but you know, it's kind of dangerous when you're nervous. Let me tell you what happened. The first time I ever got drunk, I got very drunk, okay? I loved drinking. I got wasted. And I was like 15 years old and my friends all came over and it was during the day. It was like, this is totally true. <laughs> so I'm like, I, you know, and I'm the class clown. I'm the one that's always trying to get people to laugh and that, that's how I've been my whole life. So one of my friends, we, we went outside and my, my friend's like, I have to pee. I have to pee. And everyone's like, go outside. Go. <laughs> Go outside on the lawn. It'll be hilarious. So my friend pulls down her pants and pees on my mother's lawn. And we're all like, ah, there's pee. So I'm like, I have to shit. I have to shit. This is a true story. I have to shit. And they're like, shit on the lawn. Shit. And I'm like, wow, if this will get people to like me anymore, I am gonna take a dump on my mother's lawn. I don't care, I am gonna make it a really good one. Like, I'm gonna make a J. I am gonna commit. So I did, can you fucking believe that? I shit on my own mother's lawn. And the next day, <laughs> I was so sick. Out of my mind, I didn't go to school for like three days. I was so sick. And my mom walks in <laughs> and she, well, first she banged on the door and she's like, Jessica, open the door. I'm like, oh my God, she found a beer bottle. She found a cap. I'm fucking dead. Like, this is horrible. And all of a sudden I open the door and she's holding the dog by the collar. This is a true story. And she goes, I told you not to let the dog shit in front of the house. And she took us both out there and put the dog's nose in my shit. It was the most selfish thing I've ever done. I'll never forget the dog's face looking back at me like, what the fuck is going on?
so back to food. I was 100 pounds heavier. Um, I was, I lost 100 pounds, but don't clap, I'll gain it back. Um, some of you just went, oh, she's gonna gain it back, so I'm not even. <laughs> I tried diets, I tried Atkins. Anyone ever try that? It's great. And one day I had no crackers, no muffins, no cake. I had 16 chickens, a dozen eggs, and a lamb. I ate a whole fucking farm. Just, oh, I attacked it. I had the fence, the tractor. I had hay. Um, you can't follow a shitting on your mother's lawn joke with an Atkins joke. You're sabotaging yourself. You need to allow yourself to succeed. Um, I tried mushrooms and the guy goes, take the whole bag. That's a true story. Take the whole fucking bag. Trust me, you'll see a lot of shit. So I did, because it was vegetables. I had the points. Do you know that for six hours, I saw my sweaters flying out of my closet at me? They were folding themselves in midair. This is not a joke. And then a goat came by and fucked me. And ever since then, I have loved feta cheese. I know some of you look really confused. You never know when a goat might get on top of you. So you just have to be weary. The sound they make is not sexy. You just have to tune out to, <laughs> Masters in soldier work. Okay. Um... This has been a Comedy Central podcast.